See, the way I'm living is like the dog there. Right. Dog okay. Already. So the dog... No further conversation necessary. All that is coming out of me is the barking of a dog. And now it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you a gentleman from India who is, uh, you've heard Art Ortega all morning long talking about uh, UG Krishnamurti, who has uh, been called by the San Francisco Chronicle as the Don Rickles of the Guru set. And Mr. Krishnamurti is um, a man who, uh, among other things, uh, I would say, has no belief system from what I have read about you, sir. And uh, you believe Jesus Christ is a wayward Jew. Uh, am I being unfair? Not uh, really. I think I used the word he was a misguided Jew. Misguided Jew. <laughs> All right. Well, that's... That's the, worse, that's I suppose. Worse. I suppose. Uh, but do you, do you not believe in God? Uh, you see, you are throwing a direct question at me. But my answer would be, God is irrelevant. He is irrelevant. Irrelevant. Whether God exists or not, we leave it to the theologians to discuss the question and trash it out for others. But I do not think that there is any power outside of this human being. In other words, the power is within ourselves. It is the same as the power that is there all around you. You are the expression of the same energy, you know. So that does not mean that man is superior to all the other species on this planet. And one fundamental mistake that our culture has done to mankind is to make us feel that we are superior to all the other forms of life and that we are here on this planet for grander and nobler purposes other than all the other species on this planet. And uh, the whole world is created by whom we leave it to those people who are interested in establishing whether it is created by God <laughs> or the whole thing came out of this is, uh, some uh, dust and hydrogen atoms and pebbles. Mm -hmm. We leave it to them. But uh, we are not created for any grander and nobler purposes other than the other forms of life on this planet. And it is this belief that is put in there by our culture, society, or whatever you want to call it, is responsible for all the ecological problems that we have created. All right. Now, if, if that is the case, yes. then why is it that we are we always going to have wars are we always going to fight with one another we when i say we as human yeah, beings i understand because we believe in something and unfortunately you have to believe and need to believe and naturally there is somebody else who believes in a totally different thing so beliefs separate us as long as you succumb to your belief so long there will be wars. We are not going to have peace on this planet as long as you try to create peace on this planet through wars. So, you know, you realize that it's hopeless. I mean, is that what you're saying? You hope that somehow through wars you are going to create peace on this earth is just a belief and a hope 
And man lives in that hope and dies in hope. All right, what about this culture? Let's talk about the United States. You you are from India. You are from America. I have known the United States for almost 40 years. Yeah, but you are from an area that I, I have great respect for uh, uh, because um, the, the Indians seem to me, uh, to the Eastern Indians I'm talking about, seem to me to have a, a piece about them uh, that we certainly don't have in this culture. You you uh, certainly do better when it comes to uh, eating. Uh, you don't abuse the body uh, that we like we Americans do. Uh, you, I don't know. You don't. I, I realize that you say you don't look to this higher being or whatever it is. And, and but but it seems to me that Indians have had a peace that we don't know about in this culture, and we're not getting any better, it seems to me. Now... I'm afraid I cannot share... <laughs> All right. ...your feelings about Indians. <laughs> I'm not here to say anything uh, about India, good or bad, but I have lived everywhere in every part of the world, and I do not see any difference in human beings. So people are exactly the same. You may believe... But don't, don't Americans have an arrogance about them that, uh, that is not found uh, in most parts of the world? Well, they it? have every reason to be arrogant because uh, they have created this extraordinary country which is uh, becoming a model for the rest of mankind. But uh, I am one of those who believe that I do not see any freedom in this country. And uh, I, I don't care one way or the other, because I, I am not interested in freedom of speech. Why? If people tell me that what you are saying is not acceptable, I will stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> you won't fight for the opportunity to say what you, are, what you believe, what you think? So you believe in something, I believe in something else. And you believe that your way of life, your way of thinking, should be the way for the whole of mankind. And the communists believed in their communist ideology to solve the problems of starvation on this planet. And the Americans believed that their system of government, or democracy, or whatever you want to call it, is the solution, the answer for the problem of starvation. And both of them end up in the war with the most destructive weapons to solve the problem of starvation on this planet. You know, all those who come to visit me sometimes, thousands and thousands of people have passed through the portals of my residences in India, in Switzerland, in the United States, in Australia, everywhere. And after eating a five-course meal, they want to discuss the problem of starvation. It is absurd and ridiculous because they are not the ones to discuss the problem of starvation. The starving man is the one who has to discuss the problem of starvation. And we blame it on this system, that system. But we forget the basic thing that we are responsible for the problem of starvation on this planet. This planet is an extraordinary creation. Everything is here. It's such a beautiful thing. But why should people starve? If what they say 
is true that as it is without the help of technological help you can feed 12 billion people why three fourths of the people on this planet are underfed that's my question i don't have any answers individually there isn't a damn thing excuse my expression to solve that problem collectively means war your way and my way your belief and my belief so you ask me the question the fundamental question do you believe in anything the belief separates me mm-hmm. you believe in god i say i don't believe in god i am not saying that i believe or don't believe that is uh, not really the answer i should give but the moment you i say that is irrelevant you either put a label on me and call me an atheist or an agnostic or this that or the other that's the end in any conversation of this nature the one who is asking me questions and the one who is trying to answer the questions end up in a situation where that man says that is your point of view and i say that is your point of view what makes you think that it is your point of view is better than my point of view so you may you are more intelligent than i am you are more logical than i am you are very rational than i am you use that logic rationality to convince me and see that i accept your point of view that's all that is there between the two individuals the school boys debating society but as far as i am concerned i am not interested in converting you to my point of view because i don't have any point of view and you have no way of converting me to your point of view so that's the end of dialogue there you are ladies and gentlemen you can't argue with you g krishnamurti because he doesn't believe in anything you see that's a <laughs> and and it's a very interesting uh the ug krishnamurti is our guest and uh, if you would like to discuss with this uh young man who is uh this year 75 years old uh you call us here at 3457920 because you see i can't i he, he says that Uh, Jesus Christ is a misguided Jew. Is that correct? A, a misguided? A cheap politician. Okay. Uh, he he uh, <laughs> does not believe in God, um, but he doesn't believe. And don't call him an atheist. Don't call him agnostic. an agnostic. Uh, don't call me anything. Don't call him anything. He doesn't believe. Yes. So if I you, don't know where to if, go to ask you. Know, if you think that he is the son of God <laughs> and that uh, he appeared on this planet to save mankind and create heaven on the face of this earth, good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, well, let me ask you. Well, getting into a frivolous where, <laughs> situation. Where, where did you, were you educated in India? Yes, I was educated in India. I studied religion. I studied philosophy. I studied psychology. I did all kinds of things. Were you a lama? Huh? Uh, a, a lama? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. Uh, supposed to be a Brahmin, Brahm, born to the Brahmin parents. I see. But I spent uh, uh, most of my life outside India. See? So I, I lived here several years and then... Uh, did you teach here? No, I was lecturing. That, that's the past history in uh, 1950s. I had a manager here. She arranged lectures. And, uh, they could not figure me out even in those days. Those were McCarthy's days. You remember that in 1955 to 60. Oh, and they could not figure me out. 
And I was making very bold statements. And uh, Joseph McCarthy, you would have sent Joseph McCarthy right up the... No, he would have sent me to prison. Or he would have thrown me out of this country. Oh, yeah, but sure. I mean, you he would have never understood G. Krishnamurti. I don't think anybody <laughs> understands what I'm saying. <laughs> and you may very well ask me the question, why the hell am I here yeah. talking? <laughs> <laughs> do you still lecture around no, the country? No, 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 no. You know, do no lecturing anymore. I do no lecturing. This is my 60th year of traveling. And very strange, I don't like traveling. I have never lived in any place for six months at a stretch. <laughs> Is that right? Even yes. in India, when Even you lived India, there, you kept I, moving around. I was moving, you see. Ever since I was 14, I think I, I have spent more time in the trains and in the air. <laughs> Were you ever married? I was married, and my wife died a long time ago, and I had children, and my children, grandchildren are uh, here in the United States. But I don't visit them, and they very rarely visit me. He's an oddball, his grandfather. <laughs> and they told me that I'm very soon going to have a great-grandchild. <laughs> and when my grandson, a five-year-old grandson, calls me on the telephone and says, Hi, Grandpa, why don't you visit us? It sounds so funny to me. <laughs> Eugene Krishnamurti is our guest. We'll be back in a moment on Talk Radio 920 KQEO. And uh, we are talking to U.G. Krishnamurti, who is, as the San Francisco Chronicle has so aptly put it, the Don Rickles of the Guru set. He is a native of India, and he is traveling here in the United States, and we're fortunate enough to have him come into the studio. I realize some of the calls we've had already have not appreciated the fact that we have Mr. Krishnamurti on who uh, has stated that uh, he feels Jesus Christ is a misguided Jew, and uh, he does not believe in uh, God. He does not believe, uh, but he says, don't call me an agnostic, don't call me an atheist. Um, and so uh, you put your label on Mr. U.G. Krishnamurti. Uh, Maxim, you're on the line with U.G. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I realize that most wars that we've had on this planet are the direct result of what someone believes. And the irony that I see in that is that when you ask them just what it is they do believe, they say it's, well, don't kill, let's get along with everybody, and let's make it work. And yet, religion has somehow become this great sword that has struck down so many hundreds of thousands of lives, yeah. be it Jewish, Christian, whatever. Somehow religion, I, I think of Salman Rushdie, um, you know, for, for whatever reason, it seems that, that these gods that a lot of religions set up somehow turn against them and, and cause them to kill each other in the end. I, myself, am what one might call a New Age Christian. I do believe that Christ had some good messages to give us. And unfortunately, most Christians seem to have missed it in that it's sort of uh, live and let live and, and forgive and let's go on from here and let's all make it work. From what I could see, Jesus Christ didn't want to establish churches as we have them or organizations of any kind. He was just a guy who went around pretty much minding his own business and accepting people for what they were. I don't see him as, as uh, misguided. Uh, all right, you, you see, I did not... Uh, <clears throat> invent the English language, and 
I don't think I, I can speak the English language as well as you people do. But if we go into that uh, subject, whether he is misguided or not, there is no end to this kind of a thing. But don't forget one thing, that in the name of love thy neighbor as thyself, far more than you can imagine, people have been killed than all the recent wars put together. So it's better for us to leave all those things to themselves and find out answers, if there are any, for the problems we are confronted today. So if you go back to Jesus, back to Jesus in this country, or back to the great traditions of India, we are not going to solve our problems at all. So we create more problems. You believe in Jesus, they believe in Muhammad, the Indians believe in Buddha, the Indians believe they have 33 million gods, goddesses, and godlets. Each one created God in his own image. And they even have temples for the dogs, for the pigs, for all and every kind of a bird. You see, we create God in our own image. Whether God exists or not is irrelevant and immaterial. But we are facing a situation where those answers have not helped the people before, and what makes you think going back to this, that, or the other religions of the past can help us to solve the problems we are facing today? That's all that I am saying. I am not against Jesus. I am not against Muhammad. I am not against any religion. But religion has failed us. I don't think it's religion that has failed us. I well, think God can be found in almost any religion. I think God is big enough to be everywhere. But one of the, the problems that I have is that those very religions that preach uh, goodness and kindness are those same religions that are ignorant to some of the problems. All right, where is the need for you to create a new age group of people? Well, you just call it new age, but it is the old age people that are calling it a new age, and I'm afraid you will be far more destructive than the others who are responsible for the sorry state of affairs we find ourselves in today. I guess what I'm trying to suggest is that if people stuck with what they preach, if they practiced what they preached, we wouldn't have these problems because basically all religions have the intentions of being good. Yes, how long would it take to I don't practice know. what you preach? I don't know. Do all they I'm operate in your life, in your individual life? And then you wouldn't have to preach a thing? Well, I, I we guess don't. I'm suggesting that religion in itself is not bad. It's simply that we're not practicing what we preach. You don't practice because you are just preaching. You are <laughs> I guess that's what I'm suggesting, is that the religion itself is not bad. It's, no, it's, it's, I'm it's not a, saying it is bad. You it, know, has, uh, it has not done its job. Don't forget that your political institutions, it's nothing but a warty outgrowth of the religious thinking of man. I, I was just going to say, uh, Maximin and U.G. Krishnamurti, I was just going to point out that even in the political parties that we have, uh, they're all good, but uh, 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 the individuals in them only practice what they feel is going to benefit them, and it ends up not they or whatever it is not being good but it's not because of the system i don't think it's because of how they perform i uh, think that's the same thing with with religions and church i agree but what you are doing here is trying to separate 
the believer from the belief. I guess what I'm suggesting is that to, to make Jesus look bad... No, we forget it. Isn't, ...isn't a very good thing. All right, you see, you make somebody else look bad because you believe in Jesus. Well, what I'm saying... What do they... What I'm suggesting is that he lived a rather exemplary life. He lived 2,000 years ago. So, so... Why, what good why? has it done to us? Well, he led a good example. Good example, obviously not a good example for the mankind. Well... It messed up the whole mankind and the problems of mankind. No, obviously he had problems with mankind himself. Yes, he who blames the followers, you just forget that man something wrong with the man who preaches and what he preaches does not seem to operate in the life of the individual who is preaching. Well, I don't think we yes. can make him wrong for what he preached. Oh, okay, Maxim, we, we got other callers here, we, uh, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you bet. Uh, Guy, you're on with U.G. Krishnamurti. <laughs> uh, sir, uh, and Colonel, uh, I guess I want to reiterate in a different way what the previous uh, caller was saying. I'm a Christian, and uh, I don't feel that uh, Christianity is bad. I can't speak for other religions, but I, I don't feel like it's really been truly tried by everyone. Uh, and I don't think it's uh, up to me or to anyone to judge a religion as to whether it's uh, succeeded or not. Uh, I think it's presumptuous to do that. Yes, but what we are today speaks volumes. What's that? He says what we speak today speaks volumes. volumes. Well, what does that mean? You know? well, it doesn't mean we just quote a Bible, that's all. So what? We've just preached something that does not operate in the lives of the people. Well, I, I disagree if with you that. Believe, if you disagree, I disagree. That's fine. No, but I, I'm know. not anti-Christ. I'm not against Christianity. If you want to save mankind, good luck to you. That's all that I can say. Well, Godspeed. When you tell me what you're not for, can yes. you tell me what you are for? I'm not for anything because every <laughs> system is responsible for the tragedy of mankind. You if you still believe that that is going to help mankind... So you don't believe in anything? Is that that's right, that's right, Guy. And so now I want you to come over here and try to interview him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, I think it's uh, easy to say that. Uh, it's far easier for you to defend something that does not operate in your life. Well, it does operate in my of life. Of course it, not. It, it, why do you have to quote Jesus? I'm sorry, what? He says, why do you have to quote Jesus? Why do you have to quote Bible? You know, because one of I, your writers, Emerson, it. said, Because I believe If it. you want your neighbor to believe in God, let him see what God can make you like. That's right. You and don't I, have I, I to talk to about God. Preach what God is all about. <laughs> well, go, go ahead, guy. What I was going to try and say, I, as my neighbors will probably attest, I yes. treat them in the most Christian way that I can, and I try yes. and treat everybody else in the same manner. Yeah, the and Christian my, way. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yes, by my example, I hope over a period of time, period they of will time. look look at it themselves in terms of how they might live their lives. And by the way, they treat me in a very uh, I don't know if they would call it Christian, but in a very uh, concerned and caring way. Uh, the very label they have put on you destroys the possibility of creating a peaceful atmosphere in this world. No, I think labels are nothing more oh, than Oh, certainly. Tools. You are a Christian. Somebody else is a Muhammad. And you are no different from all those fundamentalists who want to kill everybody. 
because you are not a fundamentalist. That applies to the politicians, too. Well, I have some concerns about fundamentalists. Uh, you're the first one to ever label me as a fundamentalist. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't believe in labeling anything in anybody. Oh, but I hear you doing it constantly. <laughs> you are not listening to me. You are listening to yourself and your Bible and your Christianity. No, I'm listening to yourself. Oh, no. Okay, have a good day. Thank you, Guy. And uh, we'll be back with Eugene Krishnamurti on Talk Radio 920 KQEO. Now, we're back to Eugene Krishnamurti here in the studio. And uh, Reggie, you're on the line with Eugene. Thank you. Good morning, Eugene. Good morning. <laughs> I was sitting here listening with great interest to you, Eugene. I'm not quite sure where you're coming from, if I can put it that way. Now, Princess, you talked about uh, this man, the Christ, who is uh, <laughs> down that Jew or whatever, and that, that's your privilege, uh, yeah. coming from an Indian culture. But the thing is, where was this wonderful style of life that you're more or less inferring that was around before he came to earth, or others like him, Muhammad, whoever? No, Muhammad came after Jesus. Yes, that's right. Okay, well, any of these... Yeah. Great, and before what, that, Buddha came. Yeah, okay, said, well, what about Buddha? What, uh, when Buddha came to earth, did, uh, where was this wonderful lifestyle? What lifestyle? He was the one who invented this proselytization, conversion of people, right. and created organization. Mm -hmm. You see, all these people, Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, the great spiritual teachers, yep. who have created these tremendous institutions, would have remained simple cults, if it were not for the fact that we use them as instruments of power. I agree. So I'm not against Jesus. I'm not against any of these great teachers of mankind. Right. Unfortunately, we got on the wrong track. Yep. So, but religious thinking has no answers that we are facing the problems of mankind today. I agree. That's all that I'm saying. If you think that Jesus is the panacea for all the evils to which the world is a prey today, good luck. But well, don't kill people in the name of Jesus, or in the name of Muhammad, or in the name of Buddha. Buddha symbolized non-violence when it's spread to Japan. You know, the monasteries maintained armies and supplied them to the rival kings. Yes. So the moment the teacher's teachings are used by the state as an instrument of power, we have created all these problems. You're absolutely correct. I couldn't disagree. There's just one thing I might add, Eugene, if I may. Irrespective of religions or anything else, and incidentally, the question is, what religion is God, just by the way, which I'll leave, leave to hang by. But <laughs> no, because, you, because God is the ultimate pleasure. Exactly. And, and what you are interested in pleasure, and to have the pleasure on a very permanent basis. Well, it depends so on your definition. You of are not, of course, it's a definition, and you will have another definition. Now, God is love, and love can be pleasure, certainly, but that's yeah. not what I'm on about. Finally, I would say this. The yeah. sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. Yeah. But what do you have to say? I don't care what the Bible says. What do you have to say? That's far more important than all the scriptures that we have. It is not just the Bible. It is philosophy and other subjects. That the is sword. Word. The eternal sword, the great sword of the Lord, if you like. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. The only prophet or teacher who claimed to carry the sword was Jesus Christ. And you can wrestle with that one. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 use, you, they use the sword so well and killed more people than you can imagine. 
Dom, you're on the line with UG Krishnamurti. Uh, hi there. Hi. hi. We're having a good time listening to you, my <laughs> wife and I. And the first thing we want to say is we do not want to defend Christ, and we do not want to defend Christianity. And, and we don't want to defend Buddhism or Hinduism or anything else, because we agree with you. They're not worth defending. Uh, Christ and Christianity have had 2,000 years. We followed gurus. We followed a man who founded what's called macrobiotics. Oh, boy, that's the worst. And that's, well... That's the worst. Well, in my experience, it's the, the worst. You know, you but, know but, that you know, guru. I'm not as old you, as you. You know that guru who preached the macrobiotic diet. And he's a crazy man. And he's, he was he's, a crazy he's, man. He is where he belongs, six he, foot no, under. He, he died at the dining table <laughs> preaching <laughs> the possibility of preserving the bodies forever. Would he, you believe that? He blew the top off his head drinking alcohol. <laughs> the crazy man. You know all this You know, I would like to come and follow you, but I know that that's, that's the foolish, the most foolish thing of all. <laughs> I just need to know who, who I am in myself and to believe in myself and believe. That's and right. I don't have to say there's a God, and I don't have to say it's Christ or Buddha or anybody else. No, that question which you are posing yourself, who the hell you are... That's the beginning of your misery, because there is an assumption that there is something, the nature of which you do not know, and you are going to find out one day. The nature of what we do not know, to accept the, un the unknowable, that there are certain things unknowable for us. Yes, but yes. the assumption... People call, up, people call up and they want to defend Christianity. That's all they got in their mind. The first man was very nice and calm about it, but it, it added up to the same thing. His yes. bottom line is, he's right, his belief is right, they all miss the point. Yes. If they heard what you said in the very beginning, they know what you said. No belief. You can't be a Christian. You can't be a Muslim. You can't be a Hindu. Yeah. You can't be a po you can't be a Democrat. You can't be a Republican. You can't be a fundamentalist. You can't be a Jerry Brown. You can't be anybody. All right. What are we going to do? Pardon me. What are we going to do, Dom? We're going to do it individually. The man is telling you, knock okay. off the belief. All right. You know, having wars for peace. Now, this is an old hippie slogan, and I never had long here in Pigtails. I'm 51 years old. I miss the hippie kingdom, okay? <laughs> but they had a slogan, and I haven't heard it lately, but I still remember it. it was, having wars for peace is like, and they use the F word, you know, having intercourse for virginity. Now, but what happened to all of them? They're all working in the banks and the IBMs and AT&Ts and the MCIs. They're all part out. of the establishment today. Yeah, they all became part of it. It worked for a while. Yeah. Mr. Samurdi's got it. <laughs> Don, what do you do? I work for MCI. Good. <laughs> I'm 51. I miss the hippie generation. But I married a hippie. I'm 75. You see, you're a kid. She can tell me about it. I'm you a kid, and you're, you are a kid. I'm 75. Oh, listen, I'm a baby. Listen, I, I'm a baby. Don, I probably covered, uh, I probably traveled uh, on the King March and, uh, and and a lot of, and traveled with the Beatles and, and saw your wife in the audience. I'll bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. I, my wife has a prepared statement here. She says, I, I would like to call to tell you that I was born a Jew. I have, this is my wife's statement. I have been uh, a Buddhist, a Christian, a Catholic, and never found any of them to fit. <laughs> what has worked to create peace in my life is to stop judging and to just be. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I, I'll tell you, that's pretty good. But are you still on that macrobiotic diet? That's no, we I... did it for about 10 years. We oh, still, it's a great still, big we racket. We still use parts of it. No, I, I want to say it's not totally. We still use parts of it. We still see some validity in it. Not in Georgia Sawa. That was the old guru. Uh, we raised three of our kids. We have an 8, a 10, and a 12-year-old. They're home birth children. They've never been in a doctor, never had inoculations, never had the flu, never... Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Never had inoculations, never had earaches. 
Right. That's supposed to be standard operating procedure. I came from a family of five, and all my children, all my sisters, and my nephews and nieces, and my great nephews and nieces, it's standard to get an earache. It's standard to have your earache become an infected. <laughs> we followed some natural principles. The man helped us out, but still, he was crazy. We had to let go of him, and he used to say that anyway. Yeah. He'd say, take it all in and then discard it. And we did that, you know? And he did. He had a good time. He blew the top of his head off with alcohol, and he died at the dining table, like the girl said. <laughs> okay, thanks, Doc. You're welcome. But good talking to you. Eugene Krishnamurti is our guest. Uh, are you, uh, how long are you in Albuquerque? Another week, I think. Just a week? Yeah. Uh, Don't give my address. No, I won't give your address. <laughs> <laughs> they will all be there, all the Christians. But they want but see, people do want to hear you. I mean, I, I think people do want to hear you. Uh, very few people want to listen. You see, they, they don't listen. They are listening to themselves. That's the problem. Yeah. You know? Has this been your experience, yes. not only in America, but around Everywhere. the world? Everywhere. I, I don't see any difference between Americans and Russians or Indians. You know, the Indians have settled for that kind of a life. There is nothing that they can do about it. But the impression that you talked about, the peaceful uh, atmosphere, the peaceful expression of their lives, is uh, <laughs> not, not so correct, I should say. <laughs> if you would, would like to talk to this incredible man, call us here at 345-7920. I won't tell you where he's going to be in Albuquerque. He doesn't want to do that. Uh, and he is not giving any lectures or any speeches. I don't want to free anybody from anything. <laughs> I have no message for mankind. You may very well ask me the question, why the hell am I here talking? <laughs> well, because a very good friend of yours and mine suggested it. Yes, and I yes. thought it was a great idea, and I still do. Yes. And you know what is wonderful about this country is that we can sit here and talk the way we've talked this morning. People can call in and talk the way they have talked, because that is something great, in my opinion, that can go on in this country. I have had this kind of uh, talk uh, in uh, Holland, in Australia. Yeah, but you couldn't have done this in Moscow uh, uh, a year ago. Probably very soon they will follow your example. <laughs> <laughs> and there, you couldn't do it in Cuba today. I have no reason to go to Cuba. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jim, you're on the line with U.G. Krishnamurti. Oh, I'm surprised I got out so fast that it's cold. <laughs> uh, I have to agree with Eugene. Eugene. No, it's U-G. Okay, U-G. I'm they call me a useless guy in India. Oh, is that right? I'm no use to I, anybody. I'll bet his first name is Ulysses, but he won't admit it. No, go <laughs> ahead. Well, well, you go ahead with your question. Well, I didn't have a, this planned out, but uh, it seems like the human species requires something to believe in of any uh, particular faith. And uh, I've always um, questioned everything around me. And it is a hard road to live the way I do because it seems like we do need something to lean on. Yeah, but why are you so concerned about the future of human species? For all we know, human species may be the virus on this planet. Um, yes, whatever is created has to be destroyed, you see, probably. The thinking of man will wipe out everything. I don't know, I'm not a, uh, singing the song of uh, Doomsday or any such a thing. Uh, but you're, you're saying that we will not continue to exist. It will be destroyed. Why, why should we continue to exist? Yeah. Uh, many forms of life have disappeared. Uh -huh. And what makes you think that we are going to be here forever? 
Everything that is created has to go. I, I say very often to the people, that body will be more useful to nature dead than alive. <laughs> okay. But... Uh, all right, leave it. Um, it, it. It's a shame that we couldn't go on forever, but it seems like uh, we're incapable of dealing with these problems. Yeah, because so... it is the belief that will blow us all to pieces. Maybe uh, nature will take care of us. But, well, what is nature? Nature, like, interest, like AIDS, nature, interest... starvation... Um, Nature, nature has created the bounty for us. What's the problem? You and I are responsible for creating this problem of starvation on this planet. That's correct. I think yes. that, that's going to be the ruling factor in uh, controlling the human species. Yes. Well, I, we're incapable of seem to be solving our own problems. I yeah. Think. I, I don't you jump. Uh, think we'll we'll do, we'll destroy ourselves with the environment. We'll destroy the environment. Yeah. Now, now, maybe mankind, or if that's what we're going to call it, then will survive in some other form. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, of what as as species has changed uh, because of environment. But I, but but we 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 are really headed headlong into destruction of our environment. Maybe we have arrived at a point where there is no way we can reverse anything. You see? Uh, I'm no prophet of doom, but... Uh, <laughs> but he is. <laughs> you know, if we didn't have a religion, we'd have some other form of... Politics uh, is a warty outgrowth of the religious thinking of man. Well, just to be able to analyze everyday life, we seem to deny things that face us. And uh, we hide from reality. And some of us use religion for that purpose. Or just our human nature is to deny things around us. Hey, thank, thank you very much. I'm sorry, I hope I made it. Thank you. Oh, no, that's all right. Thank you. Thanks a lot now. Call again. Uh, we'll be back with you, G. Krishnamurti, and just a moment on Talk Radio 920 KQEO. And we're with you, G. It's not Eugene. It's you, G. U period, G period. What's that stand for? That's some name. U stands for the name of the family where my ancestors lived. Probably it is the name of some village. I see. And, and G? G is the middle name. Okay. And, and Krishnamurti is the uh, personal name, Christian name, or whatever you want to call it. Because in that part of India, the given name, the personal name is more important than the family name. Okay. Well, U.G. Krishnamurti is our guest. And what, what do you think about... Uh, we call this the land of enchantment here in New Mexico. What do you think about that? Now, this uh, I am staying here, and New Mexico is my host state. I can't say anything nasty about it. Oh, you you can on this program. <laughs> I won't moment tell I anyone. saw that, you see, New Mexico welcomes, and the second line, the land of enchantment. I said to myself, if this is the land of enchantment, oh my God. <laughs> Why they are telling me that this is the land of enchantment. Every nook and corner, you see a sign. This is the scenic view. They are trying to educate me. I'm not saying that this is not a land of enchantment. It is not that that has brought me here. And another thing that you should not be so proud of is that don't forget that it was here in this state that you laid the foundation for the nuclear age. Yeah what it will do to us and where it will move us all in what direction we will all go is anybody's guess so, so i'm not anti-bomb or any such thing as far as i'm concerned 
Hydrogen bomb is an extension of the policeman. Mm -hmm. You see, are you ready to do away with the policeman? We are not ready to do away with the policeman. So you are not going to do away with the hydrogen bomb or cobalt bomb. Probably you will explode more bombs than we know of. <laughs> John, you're on the line with UG Krishnamurti. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Krishnanurdi, uh, I, I understand that uh, you don't believe in religious or philosophical doctrine, and I agree with you, but uh, I'm just wondering about, you know, things like man-made law, justice, freedom, equality, you know, things like that. Uh, could you say that... Don't you think that they are all the extensions of the same religious thinking of man? Uh, you, are you if, saying if, that there's a universal if, if, truth? No, I'm not saying it's the universal truth. There is no truth as far as I'm concerned. I didn't... What was that? As far as I'm concerned, the only truth I know of is a logically ascertained premise, other than that there is no such thing as truth. Okay, a logically accepted premise? Yes, ascertained, or ex whatever word you want to use, premise. Oh, That's oh. all that is there. So you believe in critical thinking then? No, I don't believe in thinking at all. It is the thinking that is responsible for the tragedy of mankind. Thinking is responsible for the tragedy of mankind. And okay. thought is born out of the demand to control your life first, to control the world around you. That's the reason why I maintain thought is the fascist in its birth, in its content, and in its expression. Sorry? Is that Tom? Uh, John. John, I'm sorry. Uh, see, you see the job I've had today? Trying yeah. To... <laughs> yeah, I do. I see why he moves and he can't get back with his family. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, John. Uh, thank you. Okay, fine. it's good talking to you. What All right, UG yeah. Krishnamurti, uh, our time is up. And I, I wish we had many hours left because uh, it, it has been enjoyable. And I invite you back to the land of enchantment. <laughs> you agree I will with certainly come to the land of enchantment as long as you provide me with the crema mexicana, which is the major ingredient of my food. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm plugging in for kids. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Eugene Krishnamurti, who, as the San Francisco Chronicle so aptly put it, is the Don Rickles of the Guru set. You can fool yourself. I'm not interested in freeing you from your foolishness. Why should I? I'm not interested at all.